Hello and welcome again. I am Pastor Deborah. Welcome here to another episode of Agape Loves Podcast here on Spreaker. I'm coming to you with another episode, episode number six. We've been working our way through 10 of these episodes to help you learn about you and others. We have learned many things so far. We learned that we are to be a king. Mm -hmm. We're to have a territory that we are to rule. And then we're going to learn on this short episode that we, the spiritual being called man, the forever person, Needs a helpmate. You see the forever person. Is in the realm of the spirit. You can't see it. With your natural eyes. So the spirit being. Called man. Needed a helpmate. That would be connected to his. Physical body. So he. Could rule and reign. From the realm of the deeply. Hidden spirit. Out through his soul. His helpmate to come. And out through his physical body. And in this episode. We are going to learn that a king. Needs a territory to rule. He needed a helpmate. Someone to help him. Maybe be like his ambassador. Out in the world. Of the natural world. This story. This teaching is going to tell us a little bit about the birth of the helpmate and the rise of the flesh and blood that would help us. But it turned out not to be a good thing. And it turned out to cause us many problems that we had no idea would ever happen. We're going to learn that two who were to be one with the spirit, the king, the head, and the helpmate. Helping him as an ambassador, a servant out in the natural world. That pattern got messed up. And the spirit would fall and become nothing but a follower, a tale of the soul. The soul's lust of its eyes, the lust of its flesh, and the pride of its life would rise up and control and rule both itself, the physical body, and the spirit. Not a good pattern for humanity. But we have to learn about ourselves. We learn about ourselves. We learn about others. So let's open up this teaching, this episode, number six, with a short prayer so we can get some help. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are with us. Your words are with us. You will help us to understand them. Bring light into our darkness. Help us to learn about ourselves, our system of three, of spirit, soul, and physical body, the kingdom that was supposed to be Ruling for you on our planet. 
with the spirit, the high king, the soul as the ambassador, the helpmate, and the physical body to carry us around wherever we needed to go physically. Father, help us understand your words of spirit, light, and truth. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. I want to take us to back to our beginnings. Back when the birth of the helpmate came forth. We're going to Genesis out of the authorized King James Bible. We're going to Genesis 2, verses 18 through 24. Because I want to add a little background to the birth of the helpmate. So we can understand who created man and the helpmate. Why it was necessary. So let's listen to some words that have been ancient, eternal, and they will help you as you grow and learn about yourself. Genesis 2, verse 18. Now, let's listen very carefully. And the Lord God said to himself, Probably, it is not good that the man, the spiritual being, the creature, the forever person, should be alone. I will make him a helpmate. That's just for him to help him in his purposes. Verse 19. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed. Didn't have to create the dirt because it was already there. Every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam. The word Adam means dark earth. This was a dark earth creature. A spirit inside a dirt body. And the word tells us when he was breathed into that dirt. The dirt became a living soul. Became alive. It could move. The spirit was the warmth. The heartbeat. It was the life of the dirt. So this Lord brought each one of these creations, these creatures these living creatures, to Adam to see what he, this spiritual king inside of dirt, would call them, name them, what kind of purpose, identity, would they get in their name and their relationship to him all through their name. And so whatever Adam called, named every living creature, that was the name of it, the nature of it, the relationship of it to this man. It was the spiritual creation called man who was the king. He was decreeing and declaring by his word. A royal decree, done, everlasting, unchanging law, when he named these living creatures. 
verse 20. And Adam, the dark earth creature, the living dirt, with the spirit inside of this living flesh, this body, gave names. He identified his relationship to all of them. He gave them their nature, their purposes to him and for him as a helpmate. He gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every living beast of the field. Now, we don't understand what this God was thinking when Adam needed a helpmate. But we're going to learn what that means. But for Adam, there was not found a helpmate, a partner, another like him, for he himself. He could not be a life-giving spirit by himself alone. He was just one. He couldn't bring forth new spiritual beings in dirt bodies as he was decreed to do in Genesis 1, 26 through 28. He was to multiply, be fruitful, and replenish the earth. And he couldn't do it with these helpmates. So the blessings, his decree, his purpose was unfulfilled. So this God recognized that. He recognized that Adam would need a part like he had. Something with a womb. A female side. A partner that was like him, looked like him, but yet could carry a womb. Could have a baby in it. To multiply and bring forth more creatures. More dirt bodies to be filled with the forever person. So in order to fulfill his blessings, his decree that God had spoken to him, he needed the female to be brought forth. The male that would carry the fetus. He needed another part of himself brought forth. This other part of him would look like him. Would have a dirt body. Would have the same features. And would be a helpmate unto him. And the helpmate means many things. It can mean a helpmate to bring forth others. A life-giving spirit. A helpmate. A companion. A partner. Mm -hmm. Someone to be one with. To bring forth new life. The helpmate or the man was going to come. It needed to be a life-giving spirit where the man and the female would combine and become one. See, God was two. He was both male and female. He had a father's side and a mother's side. He had both sperm and eggs. And he had to recreate that. Now that was all in him. And he brought it forth. Into the planet. When he created man. And the helpmate. 
Verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And God went in and took one of his ribs, a physical part of him, the curved part of the chest that was filled with the dirt of the earth and formed a covering, a body for the spirit of the female who was also called man to come into the dirt. He's doing this outside of Adam's vision and awareness. Mm -hmm. God was performing the first surgery under anesthesia. Was a life creating God. Forming something from out of the earth itself. Of course we don't know exactly how he did it. But people can. The Bible tells him he's like a potter. He goes get some clay. That's some dirt. And he puts it on a wheel. And he forms it and shapes it. The way he wants it. Is that what he did? I don't know. I wasn't there. And God then closed up the flesh inside too thereof. Verse 22. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he, that means God made it, a womb man, a woman, W-O-M-A-N. The W-O stands for that man's physical body that would carry the womb. Remember, God knew he was a father and a mother. He was a male and a female. He already decreed and blessed that inside of him, when he had just not yet given birth, that there would be both male and female. So now came the female. Mm Mm-hmm. The wound man. A spiritual being with dust, a dirt body, created from the rib of Adam. And it was to be just like the man's, but it had curves to the physical body, probably shorter. And it was to carry the womb. So on the inside of her physical body, it was different. It was to be a receiver, to be penetrated by sperm. It had ovaries, eggs. Inside of Adam, he had sperm, the life-giving spirit that would come into the egg. So God was reproducing what happened inside of him. He's teaching us through ourselves about him. This womb would be the place where the conception would occur. Deeply hidden on the inside. The egg and a sperm would come together. And through the laws of creation and life, a physical body would be formed. With the sperm came life. When we see the heartbeat start beating of a child in the womb. The Holy Spirit is there. Life has come. 
And this was going to be the place, the womb, a special place. God had one. His mother's side carried the child. It was a special place where new life would come forth, could be formed, and then breathed out in birth to fulfill the prophecies of being blessed, being fruitful and multiplying. God said it takes two. Even I had to have a womb and sperm. This is powerful, basic teaching. Uh-huh. That you must learn. And after God created this new creature, this helpmate, this woman, that was its name, was a female. He brought her to Adam. To the man, it says, not to Adam. The man remembers the spiritual being. And here's what happened. Now, Adam woke up and looked and saw flesh and blood. A beautiful person. A female. A helpmate. That was beautiful. And it looked like him. But it was different. And Adam said, this, this creature is now, here comes his decree, his purpose, his identity and relationship to him, the man and the physical body, Adam. This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. His earthly eyes only saw flesh and bone. Not a spiritual being as a helpmate. He's on the natural level. He continued to name and give this creature its purpose, its nature, and its identity. He was the king. What he spoke was law, eternal, done. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man, out of man. So he knows at one level that this is a wound spiritual being taken out of his spirit. But yet all he could see was the physical body, the flesh and the bone. And he decreed that's all it would be. Just a flesh and bone helpmate. Was that what God wanted for man? Right there, man was changing from being a spiritual being into one of just flesh and bone of the natural world. Verse 24. Now came the decree in their relationship to each other and to God, their creator. Now came the the decree, the law of separation from his father and mother and this cleaving unto his helpmate, one that was only of flesh and bone. Mm Mm-hmm. I have 
question God. I'm not sure who said this. I believe for many years that God said it. And God was foreshadowing something that was to happen. But it could have been Adam. The Bible does not say. But as king on earth, man, this Adam with the dirt body, had the legal right to decree and declare what kind of helpmate this creature would be, what relationship it would have to it. And here's what was said. Verse 24. Therefore, that means because you have claimed that this helpmate is nothing but flesh and bone to you, not a spiritual helpmate, but only flesh and bone. Just for your flesh and your bone. Your human dirt body. Therefore shall a man, that's the spiritual being, leave his spiritual father and his spiritual mother and shall cleave to her, follow after her, and follow her as his wife. Marriage was established right there. The word wife was entered into the realm of humanity. A man and a female married, leaving their father and mother, cleaving together. And the man should follow unto his wife. And they shall be one flesh. That means helpmates, partners. It's also a decree that when their egg and their sperm come together, the sperm is going to follow, pursue the egg. And it will get inside and form one flesh to become one. Does it mean that? Yes. Does it mean that they will leave their father and mother when we see marriage? Yes. But it also meant that the spirit man would leave the spiritual father and mother and follow just flesh and bone, his helpmate. This was a decree that had many multiple layers of understanding. Mm -hmm. Now, God is a spirit. He's trying to teach us spiritual knowledge. When you start looking up woman and all kinds of how she's to cover herself. Further on in the Bible, we learn that a man's head is not to be covered unto his God. That means the spirit is to have an open ceiling straight to his God. But the soul, which was the helpmate, which we will teach in another lesson. It was to be covered, and the soul is representative of the woman. Mm -hmm. This was not a decree of spirit partners under God, of a king and an ambassador. This was of a husband and a wife, and it foretold the falling of the husband, the male, to just falling after flesh and bone. We say that now. When men lust after women, 
The partner became just a flesh and bone helpmate. It would cause separation from the man's father and mother. And the man would cleave, follow, couldn't do anything except follow his wife. We see that in many cases out in the world with marriages, relationships. Mm -hmm. It was a sad decree where the spirit now would fall and follow flesh and blood, flesh and bone, and would follow something not of the realm of the spirit. The spirit inside the dirt body was now decreed to leave his father and mother. The only father and mother that man knew or Adam knew was God, his creator. He had no earthly mother and father as we know. He just sort of popped up on the scene. His father was his God. His mother was his God. But his father and mother were one. God the most time. This was a sad decree of only flesh and bone. Now, flesh and bone was alive. Verse 25. And they were both naked. Meant no earthly clothes like we wear. The man and his wife, they're married now. And were not ashamed. They had no dishonor, no fear among them. In front of their mother and father. You can see that when you see little babies. Running around the house without their diaper on. They don't know what what anything is. They're not ashamed. They have no knowledge of sexual things. Or that they should even be ashamed of running around the house without clothes on. And still... Under the spiritual covering of the Holy Spirit. It was like these bright lights that you might see so bright you can't see the physical bodies. Their eyes were not unlit. Sin, trespassing, dishonor, ashamed had not come in yet. They were in God's love and light. And that was the helpmate's beginning. With humanity. It sounds good. And then the story goes. How flesh and bone. Was tempted. The woman. By an evil serpent. That had a creature inside of it. Named Satan. It talked through the serpent. It bewitched her. Told her to look at a tree. She was not to look at. Encouraged her flesh. To take and eat. That she was not to eat of. She had not heard the decree. That if you eat from that particular tree. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You will surely die. But the lust of her eyes. She was only flesh now. Looked at whatever was there. Thought it was beautiful. Thought it would be good for food. And to make her tummy feel better. And it would give her some pride in her life. That she would be a god. Mm -hmm. The bewitchment came. The flesh rose up and took. And ate of this fruit. 
And there right next to her was her husband of flesh and bone. The spirit had already sunk back, had already left. Couldn't probably hear the words of his father and mother like, no, don't do that. He spoke, did not speak up to his wife while this serpent was talking. And he took the apple or the fruit from his wife and took a bite. And when he did, he fell into darkness. He lost all rulership. The Holy Spirit was gone. Their eyes were opened. Now they knew evil. Now they became ashamed and full of fear. They had broken a commandment, a law. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that in the next episode, The Great Fall. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to bring this one to you, The Birth of the Helpmate, The Birth of the Female. The woman that was to carry a womb and bring forth more physical bodies so it would fulfill its blessings and decrees of being a life-giving spirit to multiply and replenish the earth. But it turned bad even before the entrance of Satan. But he heard it all. So you be encouraged. You keep learning. You keep listening to Agape Loves podcast here with me, Pastor Deborah on Spreaker. You keep learning about yourself because when you learn about yourself, you learn about others. Then you have deeper understanding of what is going on. Why are humanity the way we are? I just made some comments on a live event about climate change. People will tell us all about what's going on in the temperatures, the oceans. And I made a comment and just said, there might be more to this than just what you think. Maybe the earth is responding to our hate and jealousy, our wars and greed, our lust of the flesh. Maybe we have so abused it in wars and bombs and pollution that it is responding in anger. Against us. We spilt blood on it. We have spilt blood in the oceans. We have killed creatures that were to be our helpmates. We have killed humans. Maybe the earth is responding to our hate. Our lies. Our greed. I just ask that question. To let people know. There's more to what's going on. Than what they know. They're seeing the results. But they don't know why. They think it's just pollution. From factories. Or throwing plastic bottles. In the ocean. Not cleaning up. Semiconductors and laptops. I think it's more than that. The earth is a living creature. It breathes. It moves. It breathes out fire and smoke. It has living creatures everywhere. And I think we've mistreated it. We've abused it. We're violent creatures as humans. And I think there's more to climate change than people realize. So you be encouraged today. There's hope for you. Learn. Study. 
and you will grow. All right, I'll see you on episode number seven here on Agape Loves Podcast. We're going to continue until episode 10, and then we'll be finished with this series. I'll talk to you next time on Agape Loves Podcast here on Spreaker. Bye.